Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson. I'm here with NPR Music contributor Christina Lee. Hey, Stephen. From Radio Milwaukee, Tariq Moody. Hey, Stephen. And finally, we've got NPR Music contributor Serena Toros. Hey, Stephen. It is great to have you all. We are talking about some of the best new albums out today, starting with the singer Ari Lennox and her new album, Age, Sex, Location. This song is called Queen Space. There's one thing we should speak on. This royalty you'll seek on. Well, I ain't got time It's so good when everything going your way Well, what about mine? So don't waste my queen space True elevation when I let This is off Ari Lennox's sophomore album, Age, Sex, Location. And while we didn't get to hear the entire album prior to the taping of this episode, Ari Lennox was generous enough to offer a teaser by way of an EP called Away Message. And I think it's a pretty good preview into like where her headspace is at. Earlier this summer, she talked with Vibe magazine about how in the past, she was very inclined to romanticize everything. I know for me, I'm immediately thinking of the song New Apartment from her debut Shea Butter Baby, where the excitement was palpable, let's just say. Whereas now, she says she feels she's just more aware now, more evolved, and basically not wanting to put up with certain shit. And you actually hear that in Queen Space, talking about how her love is a privilege, uh, it's something to be earned, and I'm so excited to hear her in that headspace for this album. In 2019, she talked to NPR's Michelle Martin, and she said that she's kind of felt slept on her whole life, and that she was always having to argue for her talent and skill, and I feel like that chip on her shoulder is really what pushes her to be such an exceptional vocalist. Like, I hope she doesn't feel slept on anymore, because she's simply, like, one of the best doing it. And... I feel like that drive and determination to create her own space informs so much of the confidence of her music, especially on a song like Queen Space. That's something that's just always really fun to witness. You know, it's a joy and a thrill to hear like a top tier vocalist show us how it's done. And I feel like that's what Ari Lennox does. It kind of reminds me like early days of Jill Scott's spirit. Like most people think Jill Scott is just this neo-soul artist, but she was fierce lyrically. And I think people forget about what Jill Scott really represent. And Ari Lennox is continuing that legacy, talking about earning love. She also shares her sexuality, honestly, like on the track Hoodie, which... <laughs> Uh, like I think of like there was a meme on Facebook like a friend of mine goes like it's hoodie season and like all the girlfriends <laughs> taking hoodies and then you read this listen to the lyrics and it's a little bit of that but then it gets really deep like you know how these things go ready if you say so spread it like some queso It's getting away from back in the early days where most women artists weren't allowed to really truly share what they really mean 
Ari Lennox is doing that in the same tradition of Jill Scott was doing it in a prior generation. It's so interesting to make that comparison, too, because with the titles of her EP and then also this album, she's taking us back to... Honestly, like a super awkward time in my adolescence. We're talking about the days. <laughs> you know, we're talking about the days of AOL Instant Messenger and and chat rooms specifically. And she does this on purpose because in this text message that she sent to J. Cole that J. Cole promptly posted to Instagram, she was talking about how like being kicked off these dating apps reminded her of those days in the chat rooms where like she just didn't feel fully confident in herself. Yeah, I thought it was funny that she's getting kicked off these dating apps because the companies think she's impersonating herself, um, which I feel like you have to have a certain level of confidence to bounce back from that. <laughs> yeah, I, just the sound of these songs, you know, we haven't heard the whole record, but the songs that have come out, the songs on this EP, just such a glorious kind of timeless mix of like, I don't know, 90s and early aughts R&B, just with this modern bent. It's so cool and so stylish and just such a great vibe. That's Ari Lennox. Her new album, Age, Sex, Location, is out today. Let's go next to Sudan Archives. Sudan Archives' new album is called Natural Brown Prom Queen. This song is copycat, parentheses, Broken Notions. Monday, Tuesday, need to get some sleep. How many times can you wait in the week? No, I'm not playing with the strings I'm playing. Make these bitches go, cause they're here and I'm out. Now I'm just saying, if you really can't stand it, then seal it up like an envelope. But your weeds won't grow in the soil, cause it's too damn better lie. Dumb feline. Sudan Archives, new record, Natural Brown, Prom Queen. I think this is her album that's going to break her out to wider audiences. I became a fan back in 2017 when that quirky, weird track, Come My Way, came out. And this amazing black woman playing violin and looping the production like blew me away. And I've been a fan ever since. And this record is genre bending and like so many of the best ways I love. You get tracks like Chevy oh, S10. Chevy S10 is a great song. <laughs> this dance track people like Beyonce is doing dance like this woman knows how to do dance she's amazing vocalist amazing violin player if Beyonce doesn't work with her on her next album Beyonce made a mistake I won't listen to Beyonce's record (laughs) (laughs) you're just drawing a line in the sand yeah like I'm no longer Beyonce works with the best people if she doesn't work with student archives then I think Beyonce needs to rethink how she collaborates I feel like student archives is just like a mesmerizing world builder. Like this album is almost an hour of music and it's really kind of like a semi-autobiographical coming of age album about, you know, she's from Cincinnati and she's moved to LA to pursue music. And it's really about growing up, coming into her own, 
keeping in mind that family is who makes you and that wherever you go, kind of like she talks about on a song like Yellow Brick Road, you bring your home with you. You know, she has a great interview in Spin in which she says that she blind tested the producers for this album. So she like listened to tracks and beats without knowing who made them. And then she just kind of like mixed and mashed which parts she wanted, which is why like the credits on this album are kind of wild. But I feel like that process really speaks to her confidence in executing her own vision, like on her own terms. And I mean, like, who else sounds like Sudan Archives? I feel like this is like a really significant sophomore effort. We use phrases like leveling up a lot, but this really feels like a leveling up where her sound has just grown and grown and grown and become more dynamic and expansive. Yeah, and I feel like she's not losing the thread of like who she is and what makes her special either, even as she's like building this greater sonic world around her. I mean, she's kind of de-emphasizing the violin a little bit on this album, but not entirely. Like, I like a song like TDLY, Homegrown Land, in which, you know, she starts out with this unvarnished violin sound, and like, by the end, she's like, melted it into a beat. I feel like it just shows her skill is like a musician and like kind of as a producer in her own right. Yeah, that's Sudan Archives. Her new album is called Natural Brown Prom Queen. Let's go next to the Paranoids. The Paranoids have a new album called Talk, Talk, Talk. This song is Freak Out. This is a, a four-piece band from LA, and as you can imagine from their kind of throwback garage rock sound and like vintage aesthetic, they've got a big co-sign from Jack White. They're signed to his label, Third Man Records, and they'll be opening for him on some tour dates later this month. But you know, they're not just a throwback band. I feel like The Paranoids has a message that's so modern in its cynicism. I mean, even their name, you know, The Paranoids, even though it's spelled differently, is kind of a nod to how anxiety-inducing it is to live in the age of mass surveillance. I particularly like a song on this album, like Single Origin Experience, in which they sing... And 
I feel like that's just so cutting. <laughs> it's really interesting to compare this band to another band who put out a great album this year, Wet Leg, which, mm. you know, mm-hmm. I feel like these bands both managed to convey this, like, disaffectedness that also has kind of a major bite to it. This group is a group of three women who met in school and then started making music in high school and then added a drummer. I feel like they kind of have that chemistry of long-term acquaintanceship. Like, you can tell that even though there's a lot going on in the world and they're kind of freaked out about it, they're still having a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I think that disaffectedness, like with Wet Leg, the disaffectedness doesn't come with this, like, leeching out of emotion Mm -hmm. or leeching out of personality. There's still an enormous amount of spirit and personality to it. Sometimes post-punk bands can kind of take out too much of the personality, and this is just bursting with personality. It's bursting with energy. And, like, as much as there's a garage rock sound, that garage rock sound is strewn with influences of, like, surf rock and punk and Mm -hmm. Devo. Yes. There's a a fair bit of Devo, not only in sound but in spirit. And, yeah, I dug it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I feel like every year I'm looking for my top five guitar solos and I feel like <laughs> I really dug this ending guitar solo on the the album closer sunburn That's The Paranoids. Their new album is called Talk, Talk, Talk. We've got a few more records we want to play for New Music Friday, but first, let's take a quick break. Support for NPR is brought to you by REI, your local outdoor co-op. If you're looking for the outdoors, look no further than outside your door. Because the great out there is right out there. Whether you're walking the dog, trekking a through-hike, or lying on a picnic blanket in between— The great out there isn't a distance, but a decision. To enjoy the outdoors just outside your door, join the co-op. REI. Better is out there. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson, and we are looking at some of the best new albums out today, September 9th. Next up is Sampa the Great. Sampa the Great has a new album called As Above, So Below. This song, which features Denzel Curry, is called Lane. from Sampa the Great, it was actually with her 2019 debut album, The Return. 
that album was about sort of like a reclamation of her origin story. She built her career and would receive all these accolades as a result in Melbourne, Australia. But the return was in some ways a reminder of where she comes from, which is Zambia. With this album, As Above, So Below, she actually returned to her native Zambia during the pandemic and as a result felt super reflective, trying to come to terms with like how far she's come career-wise, but also just like trying to understand like how far she still has to go as far as just feeling like truly comfortable in her artistry and feeling like she's like fully equipped to take on everything that fame just sort of throws her way. And I think that's what we get with As Above, So Below. Here, there's a much greater focus on, I guess, this other aspect of her artistry, who she personifies as like Eve. Eve is just like the most confident version of herself, the one who is most equipped to sort of take these challenges on. And so while Eve is not exactly a new persona, it's the one that she focuses on the most. And so as a result, the album is what she calls like a love letter to herself, one where she really sort of builds up her confidence and has the music to back it up. So this album really is an album that celebrates the African diaspora in ways that I've not heard on an album like this. Not only she celebrates all kinds of African vibes, percussions, but she even goes deeper into her homeland of Zambia with Zamrock on tracks like Never Forget and Can I Live, which features one of premier Zamrock bands, WITCH, which is an acronym for We Intend to Cause Havoc. That track, Can I Live, kind of felt like she was taking me to church on that one. By featuring Denzel Curry and the likes of Joey Badass, it sounds like, you know, she's a truly, truly like global artist. And I love how she's able to synthesize all these different influences into something that feels like very compelling and just like very, very truly herself. What I loved about this as well was that this album is executive produced by Mag44, who admittedly I need to learn more about, but who she's described as like our very own African Timbaland. This album really sells that description for me. Yeah, she worked with a bunch of different South African producers, including Mag44, to try to like expand her sound while also really paying tribute to the sounds that built her up. I love that when she describes as a blueprint, she describes Eve as a blueprint. And I had yeah. to like Google just to make sure she was talking about the first woman and not the rapper Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Which, sure, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah. Exactly. That's Sampa the Great. Her new album is called As Above, So Below. We're going to close out this week's show with a lightning round. But first, we've got one more pick. Santi Gold has a new album called Spirituals. This song is High Priestess. Watch 
I feel like this is a really big week for musical auteurs. Santa Gold has kind of had this reputation as somebody who you can't be pinned down to one genre. It's been a minute since she had an album, I think her last album came out in 2016, and this is her first album on her own label called Little Jerk. She created a lot of it in the pandemic lockdown of 2020. I feel like she was stuck at home taking care of her kids, and she said that she really started losing kind of a sense of her own self-identity. She said, quote, that she decided to create the future, to look towards where we are going, to create beauty and pull towards that beauty. She also said that, quote, in the absence of freedom, spirituals have traditionally been music whose sound and physical performance allow its participants to feel transcendental freedom in that moment. I feel like she really accomplished that. As a black woman coming up in the post-new wave scene, she released her debut album when she was in her early 30s. She really created space in the music industry for somebody who breaks the mold and you know i see that legacy in people like rina sawayama whose her sophomore album comes out next week where they're not any one thing and they have such a unique vision i really like a song like ain't ready which she says is about taking the hits that life gives you and getting back up and about change and moving forward What this album really does best is that it showcases both who she's been and I kind of see this path of where she's going next. Yeah, when I think of Santa Gold, I always sort of associate her with like some post CBGB's future where New York continues to be sort of the epitome of like cool and like culture, right? I think the biggest heel turn for me with this album was actually the mood. It opens with the song My Horror, which is sunny, but in a like a stepper wives kind of way. <laughs> and it's only when you listen closely when you realize that she's singing about like my horror, my horror. I think in that sense, it does feel like a pandemic album. It's a little bit claustrophobic. There's this sense that she's trying to maintain high spirits, but that she's also navigating this really interesting and perhaps darker period in her life. And for that reason, I found this album particularly intriguing. I just want to highlight that we've just talked about four amazing Black women artists yes. on this week's show that really break the mold, break the stereotypes, and creating spaces for Black women artists that were probably never created even the early 2000s. So I just want to shout out that. But like Santa Gola has been like my spirit animal when she came out. Growing up in Howard University, going to like places like Hammerjacks and 930 Clubs. She also still keeps it with her dub and reggae vibe, like on tracks like Nothing and Ushers in a New World. Then The Shake, this short track, this quirky, bluesy track that kind of reminds me B-52s meets ESG. We don't got to wonder. grown, but you still feel her young spirit shine through this. You hear the wisdom experience, but you still, like, she didn't give up her youthful energy either. 
She's also such an entrepreneur, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Spirituals has like all these like has this visual element to it, these videos, but like she also does a lot of visual art. She has a skincare line and a tea coming <laughs> that bear the Spirituals name. Like, I love the just kind of 360 degree entrepreneurial vibe that she brings to this record. In addition to these just killer songs. That's Santi Gold. Her new album is Spirituals. The second Friday of September is always a crazy, crazy release day. There is no way we're going to get to every worthwhile album out September 9th. So let's do a quick lightning round of some of the other releases out today. Tariq Moody, you want to start us off? Sun Little, uh, the soul singer's back. What the new album called Like Neptune is kind of almost like an th- album of therapy. He goes back to his hip-hop roots and goes back to his beat-making and also collaborating artists like The Roots and RJD2 in this record. Alright, Christina Lee, give me your pick. So Jackson Wang, he's stepping even further away from his K-pop boy band roots with GOT7 in his new solo album where he's matching his stadium pop ambitions with a little bit of grit and lyrics where smoking cigarettes sounds cool again. The album is called Magic Man and let's hear a little bit of Champagne Cool. Serena Toros. Oliver Sim is the last member of the XX to go solo. Today he's releasing an album called Hideous Bastard. And here's a little bit of a song called Never Here. I find I'm reminded of a time and place I've never been. Lord knows how I find it. That song sounds the most like the XX on this album, but it also has one of the unifying sonic elements, which I am so in love with, which is this deep, pitch-shifted bass vocal, which sounds just monstrous. I know the moment don't exist within its color and shape. I take it in just to throw it away, throw it away. Monstrosity and Horror are actually the name of the game on Hideous Bastard, in which Sim links his experience living as a a queer man with HIV to this through line in the horror genre, in which the monstrous is a manifestation of societal fears. I'll actually be reviewing this one next week for NPR.org, and you know, in my opinion, a lot of those monsters read as pretty queer. So... I like to think of myself as a kid at heart, but I am also a 50-year-old man, (laughs) which means I am contractually obligated to be very excited about a very strong new album from Built to Spill. The veteran rock band, their new album is called When the Wind Forgets Your Name, and it kicks off with a really killer song full of gnarly guitars. That opening track is called Gonna Lose. Speaking of killer guitarists, I also did want to put in one quick plug for Madison Cunningham. She played a Tiny Desk concert earlier this year. She's been nominated for a couple Grammys. Bob Boylan had her on All Songs Considered over the summer. She's got a terrific new album out full of 
really great guitars. Uh, that's called Revealer. That'll do it for New Music Friday. Christina Lee, Tariq Moody, Serena Toros, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. Thanks so much, Stephen. If you want to hear all the music we've featured on this week's show, along with a bunch of other great new music out today, we've got expanded playlists in Apple Music and on Spotify. Search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist in either of those apps. Don't forget to bookmark the Now Playing blog at NPR Music that is packed with song recommendations that'll help you stay caught up on great new music. You'll also want to sign up for NPR Music's weekly newsletter. It is put together by the extraordinary Marissa LaRusso. To subscribe, go to npr.org slash music newsletter. This week's show has been produced and edited by Bob Boylan and Ron Scalzo. From NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Stephen Thompson, encouraging you to be well, take a break, and treat yourself to lots of great music. Music